Hello and welcome to episode 63 of the AG Podcast. I'm your host today, the Ashko 09. And joining me on today's episode is, of course, as always, Jaminator. Good evening, pal. Evening, mate. How are you doing? You alright? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Good. Yeah, not too bad. Thank you very much. Not too bad. Good, good, good. And joining us on today's episode, we have Suited Recluse. Good evening, Suited. Evening, chaps. How are we doing? Nice to be back on. Yeah, good to have you back on, as always. Um, and also joining us on today's episode is Satie. Good evening, Satie. Good evening, guys. It's a, it's a pleasure to get you back on as well, uh, similar to Suited. Right, so just to run through the agenda for today's episode, uh, we're going to start off with the Premiership. We're then going to hear from Bertie in the Gulf. We're then going to go to the Championship. We're then going to hear from Joe in the F1. Uh, we're then going to go to League One. Uh, and then we're going to hear from Plunkett in the Call of Duty. Uh, and then to round off today's episode, we're going to have a little look at the uh, club's event that we had two weeks ago. And of course, the second night is this Friday. Um, so we'll look ahead to that. Right. So let's start with the Premiership. And I'm going to obviously I'll run down the uh, I'll run down the standing from top to bottom. So uh, surprise, surprise. Number one is Jaxi, uh, followed by Stevie Boy in number in um, position number two. Uh, Berger is in third, followed by Mark. Yourself suited in fifth. Yourself in uh, sixth. Jam. Uh, Sean, myself in eighth. Uh, Paul in ninth. River in tenth. Plunkett in eleventh. Aaron in twelfth. And Soggy in thirteenth place. So, um, I'm going to come to you first. Suited. Obviously, looking towards that top, Jaxi. He has lost a game uh, in his first ten, so we're not going to get that unbeaten season from him. Um, he's obviously top 27 points. Stevie's just behind on 24 points. Uh, same games played, but Jaxi has got a much, much bigger goal difference. Um, can you see it changing too much between those two? Maybe add Berger into that mix as well? No, nah, it's always going to be those three at the start of the season after last season. We know how good Jakes is. Uh, Amberger, Stevie had a bit of a... Um, should we say uh, a good start. People sort of wrote him off last season um, and he just flew up that table. So I'm not surprised those three and I can't really see anyone really challenging those three. Um, Berger, I hate to say it, might be the one that again finishes outside. I mean, I, I can't see really Jakesy dropping that many points against some of the lads at the bottom of the table. So I think really it's as early as it is, it's it's. I think it's Jake's used to lose. I'm going to go out on the limb there and say that. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. I think last season we spoke a lot about on the podcast about Stevie and once he'd got his players in, um, he was going to be up there. Um, Jam, obviously, you know, you're sitting in sixth at the moment. Um, how's the season been for you? And obviously, just sort of looking those above you, suited and Mark, Mark the shot, maybe. Are you surprised to see maybe Mark up there in fourth at the moment? Um, I mean, look, he's, he's played two more games. Um, he's got a lethal attack. He's on. He's coming off the back of a good season in the championship. He's, you know, got Bale up top, who seems to be scoring ridiculous amount of goals for him. So, um, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not surprised at all. I think he's doing really, really well. I think he'll continue to do well. Um, you know, going forward, I think we, we you know, we, we always talk about it. I think that, like we've Suits alluded to, your top three will probably be your top three. Um, you know, barring any um, big shake-ups. And then sort of you've got the also-rans and then you've got the relegation contenders, you know, and it looks like a clear split at the moment. I mean, the one that's teetering on the edge is going to be Paul. 
um, you know, anywhere from myself, uh, from Mark down to sort of yourself, Ash, um, we're going to be in that sort of, you know, fighting for that fourth and fifth place. And then, um, you know, Paul downwards look like they're going to be fighting to stave off relegation. And I mean, myself, I think, you know, having played Berger, he beat me in both games. It was a disappointing game, but it's, you know, it's one of the things you expect to not pick up too much. I've got Jaxie at some point as well soon. So I think I've got the the, the tough fixtures in the middle of the, the season, the season. Um, and then I play the likes of Mark, Suited. You know, I play the guys that are going to be around us, Sean. So, um yeah, for me, I'm I'm quite content where I'm at. Actually, I've got the same record as suited, apart from the fact that I've had a few more. You know, I've had like a, a random, I think Plunkett beat me 6-1. You know, it's the only win he's got all season. It was a bit of a, a freak result, um, but, you know, fair, fair play to him. And we'll just um, we'll just quickly mention, because I know uh, Berger will, uh, won't be too happy if we don't say anything. Um, obviously, your last two games against Berger, 7-2 mm. defeat and a 5-1 defeat. What happened there? Yeah, I, I can't remember. I think it was after the club's event possibly um and i asked him if he wanted to yeah no it was and i asked him if he wanted to play the games then and obviously my uh, my club's team which i will come on to later on <laughs> lost all three games yeah um, you were brave playing that afterwards yeah <laughs> I, I think i went off xbox last, that night wondering uh, wondering what i was even doing but look you know i'll come again and i'm, I'm gonna push for push for fourth place you know I, again i think it's still well very well attainable um, that's always my aim, I think, is, is to be the best of the rest Yeah. Uh, without trying to sound too much like Everton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Anywhere from sort of fourth to ninth, I think there's going to be movement. Um, obviously, Saty, looking uh, from outside the division, the bottom four in there at the moment, Riverman, Plunkett, Aaron and Soggy Cabbages. Is there anyone there that surprises you being in that? I mean, obviously, Aaron is the standout, I would have said. Um you know, being in that bottom four. If you look at that bottom four, do you think it's going to change too much between now and um, the end of the season? I, I don't think it'll change too much, but I think Aaron has got a chance for getting out of it. Um, only the head-to-heads, what they do, which is a nice feature, is that you do get to play against Premier League players, you know. Um, and Aaron always sort of batters me. And, and looking at the table, well, as I did this morning... People like Suited, to me, have improved. Um, you know, last year I was getting near to getting some, a point off of him or a draw. <clears throat> and then he's this season's got better. So him being up in fifth hasn't surprised me. But down at the bottom, I think Soggy's... I, I think you'd say he's gone already, personally. Um, but I think Aaron's got a chance. River's doing well, considering everyone wrote him off last season. So I think he's doing he's doing okay. But I think it'll, I think he's got enough to get out of it but I'm not sure he will. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I think we had at the start of the season, I think it was Soggy and Plunkett were to go down. Um, I still think that's going to happen. Um, and then I think we said River was going to sort of be borderline with Paul and uh, maybe a few others, just depending on how they uh, sort of took, you know, took the sort of, for River's case, second season and, you know, the rest back in the back in the top division but um I, i'm surprised to see aaron down there uh he's only he's not won a game out of the the eight he's played and he's only drawn two uh, and lost the remaining six so uh fingers crossed he can uh he can uh pick up some points between now and uh the time the next podcast comes around 
They were to be, to be fair, there, there were hard games when I played against him. You know, there weren't. He he's not been. Um, I, I know like Mark's done him and Jakesy's done him by by big score lines. You know, eight two mm. five two against Jakesy, and eight one against Mark. But <clears throat> you know, look, you get those results. I, I just played um, the new lad Ali um, in some head to heads. They're on five in a row, and I think I think I beat him three two two one. Um, and then he beat me something like three two, and then he beat me six two and, and seven two, you know. And again, it's like, and for me, I think those results didn't bear any any recollect any sort of um, reflection, sorry, on on the games themselves. You know, again, it was very much just a spate of of ten fifteen minutes where I just sort of I just completely lost it, and and he went on a bit of a scoring spree. I, I funnily enough, I did I did the same with Wins last night when we we played a head to head. You know, Wins is normally a very compact, very hard to play player. And um, I think within the period between sort of maybe 15 minutes and 40 minutes, I'd scored three goals, and and that was it. It was sort of all over. And again, I guess like real life, you sort of you you try more things, try to get yourself back into the game. You leave more holes. Um, and I think that's maybe maybe that's what's happening. I think um, you see the likes of Aaron. He's he's normally regular in the transfer market anyway, but he's he's even more regular this season. Um, it's you know maybe it's just a mixture of things. Maybe it's not not being settled with his team. And and also we've we've talked about it. It's an incredibly incredibly tough division this season, and in the top division, you know, you you say about the players that are going to go down, but there's nothing to say they are going to go down. They actually could easily, you know, end up fifth, sixth, seventh. So definitely, yeah, I think I think it's going to be a t- it's, good. it's definitely a tough one to call. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, we'll we'll see see how it goes. I I think that um, Aaron, from what you're saying, has played some difficult games, and I think the big games. I think he'll win the big games against the, the teams around him. That's what I think. Um, but I, yeah, I, don't, the, I, don't, I don't think he's played River Plunkett or Soggy yet. No, that's right. And I, yeah. I, I'd have him as favourite in those games, but uh, they will be the crucial ones. But getting back to the Berger situation, I think what, what also hasn't been talked about is Berger's just signed Haaland. Now, I played him a few times in head-to-heads, and with Haaland, he is scoring from miles outside the box with him. And they're so accurate, you yeah. just can't save them. Um, if he gets him firing, there's absolutely no reason why he still can't win the league, although I suspect Jackson probably will win it. But that's just my opinion on on, on the top three. I mean, again, it could be the signing that pushes him over the edge. You know, if he gets yeah. six, if he gets six points in his next next game, he'll have played the same amount of games as those lads. He'll be on what twenty five. He's only two points behind Jaxie, and he's still got Stevie to play, and Jaxie's still got Stevie to play, I believe, as well. So, it, yeah. again, ev- everything's changeable. You know, and again, we're only what we're only ten games in. We've still got a long way to go. Yeah, true. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Right, we're going to move on. Um, we're going to move over to the world of the golf. So, Bertie, take it away for this week's uh, segment, please. Welcome to the golf section of the podcast. Big news last week when HB Studios nerfed the red fast swing. Now, for most people playing the pro level of our game on our tour, this does not affect them at all. But for anyone playing master level, it has a huge effect and its impact has yet to be seen on TGC tours, where the likes of Wizfox, Red Rhinoceros and myself play. We've never used it, so it'll be interesting to see if we are now more competitive. Suter Recluse followed up his victory in week one with yet another victory in week two at Dutton Ranch. This event was sponsored by Sofa's Spreadsheets. Our Austrian friend has done magnificent work on restructuring the spreadsheets for the coming season and I really appreciate it 
it makes my job a lot easier. Week three saw Welza return to glory. Yes, he'd taken a few weeks off, missing out on the match play, but he's back to his best, and at Breton Bay, he was victorious by just one shot from Hilly. This event was sponsored by Storm's Bubble Blowers. Fantastic to see Marcus Jonesy himself has now taken up the game. And next week, we have our first major of the season, the Marcus Jonesy Major. This has been played at Whiskey Trails. No handicaps, just grip it and rip it, and the best score wins. Until next time, enjoy it, boys. Thanks. Um, brilliant. Thank you very much for that, Bertie. Uh, right, we're going to move back to FIFA, and we're going to move to the championship. So, again, I'm just going to run down the uh, the champion at the top to bottom. So, Joe and Buncey are in first and second, uh, a bit further away from everyone else in the middle of the pack. Uh, Jeff Brywells and MJG are currently in the playoffs. Uh, you've got Sofa, Wince and Bertie in the sort of uh, dead man spot, so can't do anything. Uh, and then you've got Wardy and Lost Boy currently in the playoffs, and then Storm and Rye Jones in the uh, in the bottom two. Um, so, Suited, I'm going to start with you. Um, Joe and Buncey, obviously both been quite vocal in the past about how well they're going to do. Joe's on 28 points. He hasn't lost a game yet. Uh, Buncey's on 24 points. Uh, hasn't lost a game yet. Are those two sort of automatic uh, automatic contenders? Yeah, I mean, the last season, how they didn't both go well, we know why, because it was stacked last year with Mark and Paul as well. But I can't see anyone else touching them this season. If they don't go up, there's something drastically wrong or they have a mad mad moment and they lose games I can't see them I think the only games they're going to lose is potentially against each other um, you know they've both got great sides Joe's is is well probably the best side in that league Jeff may be the only one Jeff's very tricky but again he's already <coughs> what we're looking at he's already uh, what seven points behind and, and Buncey's still got two games in hand on him so it's it's it there's already a gap appearing there it's yeah it's it's, it's crazy so for me personally, Joe and Buncey are nailed on. And like I say, if anything <clears> stops them going up, well, it's it's crazy. The one that for me has done really well this season, I think, and breaking in is you've seen a different kind of Welser. Um, he's winning some decent games. He's doing really well in the cup, and I played him in the cup. And I was 3-0 up and comfortably cruising, and I've ended up losing 5-3. Um, and I think you were starting to see a bit of Welser, of the Welser of old, that was a past prem player. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him a bit further up that table as well, uh, sneaking in possibly into the top end of the playoffs. I will just say as well, in terms of the championship, obviously I'm the championship admin. Um, <clears throat> just to let you guys know, late last night, two games were played. So we've got um, Sofa and Bunsey played and, and Joe and Big B played. So um, Joe and Bry both um, drew, drew both games. Okay. Um, so, you know, so Joe conceivably, you could say has dropped points there. However, I mean, you look at Bry. Bry's having a storm in the season. You know, he's played eight games um, at, at time of, you know, the the table, how it looks. And he's, he's on 16 points. He's only just come up from the division. Fair play to him, fourth in the league. Um, and so from Bunsey, Bunsey actually did lose. Sofa managed to take three points off him. Um, it shows what I know then, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, again, I think it, I, I do agree. You know, Joe's still unbeaten. And you, I mean, I, again, talking to the lad today, playing the head-to-heads with the new lad, uh, Ali, it was... Um, 
he's using Joe's team. And I mean, the sum of the players Joe's got is ridiculous. Um, you, you can argue he probably has got the best team in um, in, in all three divisions. And I think you'd, you'd be hard pushed to find someone else who's got a better squad. Ultimately, he pays for that. You know, he has a very, very high wage. But um, if it's going to get him up to the promised land of, of the Premiership, and I'm sure there'll be no sweeter than if him and Bunsey and go up and, uh, and Riverman goes the other way, I'm sure they'll, they'll take um, take some enjoyment from that. But um, I, I just think, yeah, again, I, I take your point on Welser for sure. But I think we've got to, we've got to talk about Big B. You know, mm. he just just come up from League One, sitting there fourth. Um, and again, you know, he's he's displacing some of the guys that we thought would do better. Um, you know, again, I think fair fair play to him for that. Yeah, I mean it, that's it. Briles had come up, um, you know, for this season. And uh, Satie, one of the other, um, well, with the, the other two that came up from the uh, from League One, of course, Sofa, who done uh, you know sort of mid table. He's at the moment. He's in seventh. Uh, he's not having a bad season. He's only a point outside of the playoffs. Um, but obviously, the other person that came up through the League One playoffs was uh, Storm, who's uh, not had the best start of the season. So he's currently uh, in 12th in the uh, automatic uh, relegation spot. Uh, he's only won one, uh, drawn one, and uh, he's lost six games. Um, are you expecting him to be able to turn it around, or do you think that he's going to be sort of staying in those bottom four spots for the rest of the season? Um, not entirely sure. Um, he's capable of. I've played him sometimes, and, he, and I've thought, "Wow, he's really good." And then I've played him at other times and beat him sort of five nil. And you think, so he can be very changeable. Um, it showed that last season when his so-called tackle button went missing. But what I'm saying is, he he's capable of going on a run of games. And I think with him, a lot of it is if he gets like he's got promise and people like that. If he gets them firing, he's got a chance against anyone. Um, but I think he'll be in the bottom four. Whether he stays up or not, I don't know. Um, it's not a surprise to me that Big B's doing well because um, he he is a good player and I, I think he's got two great strikers in um, Muriel and uh, Bellotti. So, um, yeah, no, I think Storm will struggle, but he might stay up only because I think there's players worse than him in, the, in that league, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Um, you, you know, I mean, sort of looking at that table, your top three, I think, you know, sort of Joe Buncey, Jeff, um, I think they're probably, you won't see much movement there. Um, and then Bry Welser and MJG are currently, Bry, if he carries on the form, I'd love to see him in the sort of playoff spots. Um and even Sofa, I mean, could we imagine a, a Brian Sofa, uh, Brian Sofa both in the playoff spots, uh, maybe alongside Welser and, and Jeff? Um, maybe, maybe. I, I think, I there's, think... There's, there's some, sorry, I mean, there's something to be said from you know carrying up that momentum from from coming up. We've seen it with um, with Bry, we see it with Sofa. Um, you know, unfortunately, Storm not not doing the same, but. You look at Mark in the Prem as well. He's doing a similar thing. I think if you get a, a formula that works, sometimes people are quite quick to think, oh, I'm playing so-and-so. I better play this way instead to try and, you know, nullify what he does. And you see it in real life. You see people go in three at the back to match up with the three at the back that the opposing manager's playing. But actually what could be the best thing for your chances at doing well in that division is just play the way you play. And, you know, come what may, you see, see how you go. I must admit, you say that, there's been games myself where I thought, oh, I've got a formula here and it works, and then you go with it. And then you go a couple of goals down, 
and then you tend to turn around and think, oh, I better change it around, and then you end up losing by five. Now, mm. I, I've now, and we'll get onto that probably when we get onto the League One uh, talk, but I, I, I don't do that anymore. I, I like to stick with what I think I'm good at, and, and so therefore, and I, and I think as well that Storm's like that. Storm doesn't chop and change a lot. He sticks with what he, he's got. Um, but I would say down at the bottom there, um, I think Rye could be in trouble this season, Rye Jones. Um, he had a good season last season, but it all seems to have gone a little bit flat this year, uh, this season. So I think he'll be in trouble. And um, Sofa doesn't surprise me. I think Sofa might stay up. But sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but does it ever surprise you? So, I mean, he had a, a forward, Rebic, who was scoring for fun, and then he sold him for £10 million and got someone in that I personally don't rate, but he obviously does. Um and it surprises me sometimes when you when you're being successful that you'd want to change it. But there you go. Sofa's very much similar to to Raz though. He likes to play with players he he likes, you know. And for Sofa, that's anybody who's Austrian, you know. So getting Arnautovic in made sense. And I think yeah. you know when when I've played him, he, he he does seem to play quite well. The the, the key for Sofa, and you probably won't like me for saying this, but if you're playing coming up against Sofa, anybody in the championship. Play drop back and make sure your right back, um, you know, sits back the whole game because Diata, when he gets running, he um, he's very difficult to stop. Yeah, thanks for that info. <laughs> <laughs> Superb. Um, right, let's move on, uh, and we're going to move over to uh, F1. So, Joe, take it away for this week's uh, week segment. Thanks, guys, and welcome to another F1 roundup. The last couple of weeks in F1 have been a bit tumultuous. We've had a number of uh, server issues, which is making it quite difficult. But all the races have got off as expected. We've been in Monaco a week last Monday, and on Monday just gone, we were in Azerbaijan. Two of the least looked forward to tracks on their calendar, both Twisted Street circuits, where it's very easy to take a wing off. We'll take a look at Monaco first. In Division 1, Soggy Cabbages ran out the winner. He had a 1.14.6 lap time. Bunsey came in second place. He had the fastest lap with a 1.14.2. And then there was a bit of a gap back to Wardy in third, Burger Boy in fourth, and new driver Sweaty Bananas in fifth place. Down in Division 2, it was a really good win for Plunkett. He won the race by quite a distance. He had a best time of 1.18.2. We had Payne Wills in second place. We had Bertie in third, Andy Brill in fourth, and Raz in fifth place. Moving on to Azerbaijan. Bunsey got back onto good form. He had the win. He had a fastest lap of 1.44.9. Soggy Cabbages came in second. I was third. Welser was fourth. And Wardy was in fifth place. Brilly, again, got back to form in Division 2. He had a fastest lap of a 1.46.7. We had Storm with a really good second place. Sean in third. Payne Wills in fourth. And Bertie in fifth. Just taking a quick look at what that's done to the tables. Bunce's um, extended his gap in Division 1. He's now at 158 points. We've got Soggy Cabbages on 111. Jaminette on 82. Goldenbeard on 75. And Wardy on 70. Division 2 looks like it's going to be a very close fight. We've got Andy Brill on 119. Plunkett on 115. Sean on 77. Riverman on 71. And then Big B and Payne Wells tied on 68. The next couple of weeks, we've got Canada followed by France. As always, if anybody wants to get involved, it isn't now. Just send me a PM. Nice and easy to get involved. Catch you again, guys. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you, Joe. Uh, and back to FIFA and uh, the last division, League One. Um, 
and I'll run it down. I'll run down from top to bottom. So I mean, Sati, you talked about you know finding a form and a formula and keeping it. It's worked wonders for you. You're currently in top uh, on 23 points. Tunner's in second with Raz, Gazgrass, Payne, and Hilly uh, in the playoffs. And then Tuggy, Wiz, Fox, Emotional Worm, Harry, Rhino, Andy Brill, Diodex make the rest of the table. So. Sati, obviously we're going to come to you first. You've played uh, played ten, won seven, drawn two, and lost only one. Um, you talked about that sort of formula and finding it, it. It's worked out well for you so far this season. Yes, I suppose. I mean, I'm under no aspirations of going up, uh, and that may sound strange being top, but you know we're only ten games in. It's, it's not even halfway through the season. Um, but what I've realised, I think, is that defending is difficult on FIFA 21. Um, and, I, and I suppose if you look at my goals for and goals against, to be top of the league and concede 33 goals in 10 games, it's not great. Um, but I've scored 44. So I'm averaging over four a game. So what I've tended to do myself is to try and concentrate more on attacking than worrying too much about the defending side. I think if you try and defend too much in FIFA, you're going to come unstuck. Um, it's just my opinion. So I've I've got a lot of attacking players, and um, an interesting fact is this season I was telling this to Rhino. Apart from the one game, our first game where I beat him, beat him a couple of days ago, I've been two goals down in every game this season, <laughs> um, and come back to win. So um, I don't panic. Whereas before I might have panicked a bit and thought oh, I need to chop and change things about, but I don't now. I just stick with my philosophy and stick with it. And so far, it's got me over the line. But I'm under no illusions that um, I'm going to win it or go up. I'm just happy to be winning a few games because you know, it wasn't that long ago I was proper cannon fodder in that league. So, you know, it's nice to be winning a few. What's, um, what would you say has changed in your game then? What would you pinpoint as the, the reason you've gone from, you know, no disrespect, but like an also ran, you know, in their sort of sixth, seventh, eighth to, to first? Well, I've, I've done... I've been involved in football at quite good levels. And when I try and play the game, I don't try and play it like the game. You know, if you, see, if you speak to Berger and some other people that play FUT constantly, they don't play the game like a proper football match. They, they use the game to their advantage. Whereas I try and play football, I think, and I hope, you know, I know I've played suited. I try and play football how I would like it played if I was running a football club, I suppose, um, and keep the ball and move the ball about. Um, and it doesn't, you know, I play out from the back. It doesn't always work. I can see some sloppy goals. But I suppose really a little bit of confidence in, in myself that I've got better strikers, I'm better going forward, and I keep the ball better now because there's not many games now where I play where I don't have the majority of the possession. And I knew from last season, when I finished the season, I beat Big B and Sofa towards the end of last season. And I thought... Yeah, I'm getting towards where I want to be now. So, and I've got better players. You know, it helps to have better players, of course. So that's it, really. No magic formula. And you said that you're not interested in. Well, not not interested, but you're not thinking about going up. Why would you not? Why is you no, not no. think you'll go up? Or no, if no, you, I, go I didn't say I didn't say I'm not thinking about going up. If yeah. obviously, if I carry on and I go up, I'll be really pleased. But what I'm saying is, I'm under no illusions that I think, oh yeah, because I'm top at this stage oh, yeah, I've cracked it. I'm the best team in the league. I don't think like that. I just think, you know what? I'm enjoying winning a few games. It's nice to be up the other end of the table for once um, and just keep it going. And, and if I fall short this season, 
then I've done, I've, I've improved again from last season. And that's all I've wanted to do is just keep improving at the game. So um, that's that's my objectives. And at the moment, it's okay. But, you know, I've got some tough games coming up. Um, and, you know, it's League One, I, I know you like to say we're all water carriers, Jan, but, <laughs> you know, let's bring that up again. Um, but, um, ding, ding. The the... <laughs> but there are some really good players in there. And, you know what, you may laugh about that and think, oh, the promised land is the Premier League. Well, I'm not quite so sure. You know, I've seen some players go up to the Premier League and disillusioned and come straight down. The, the League One has got some good players in it. And when you look at some of the results people get, like your, your, your Tunners uh, and people like that, Payne Wales, Hilly, they're, they're good players. And on their day, they can be they can be players in, 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 in the Premier League, if they, you know, on their day. Um, and that's what it's all about, is consistency and having the right players as well, you know. But um, that's taking nothing away from the Premier League. You know, don't, don't get me wrong. But there are some good... I think League One's a really good league this year. I know you... On your podcast, the last podcast or the one before, Jam, you mentioned, and you know, it made me PM you with a message, didn't it, to say, mm. you know, I thought it was a bit unfair calling everyone rubbish, basically, in in that league, because um, I don't think they are. And um, it's a good group of lads in League One, competitive league, and it's enjoyable, and that's what it's all about. So I think, I mean, just to just to come back and again, suited and Ash, you guys will get a word in edgeways in a second. Um, but uh, I mean, just well, it makes a change just... from you talking all the time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, that's what I'm saying. It's me and you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but um, I, I will I will just say um, one of the things that I um, that I did state um, in my sort of quote unquote rant about League One was. Um, was the fact that again there was no clear favourites? There was no standout players in that division this season, like your big Bs, your sofas, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and to be fair, and I'm not making the the figures fit my um, you know my statements, I've been proven right in a sense because there's some someone put in the thread the other day that you're all passing first player place around you know um, between you all. I think we've had maybe three or four different people that have been top and you know in, in them top places. Um, you know, no offence to the lad, we're not likely we see Gaz Grass in the playoffs. Um, it's not likely that we normally see Rhino and Harry down in tenth, eleventh. And Andy Brill isn't bottom of the division for Christ's sake. He's twelve. You know, he's no. not what so I'd say though. I think that, sorry, yeah, go on, Jen. Sorry. Well, no, just just to, just to, just sort of finish my, my point on this, and because I don't want to labour it too much, but my, my point and my point always has been: I think you look at the Prem, you look at the Championship, you've got the the players almost like in the Championship and the Prem, like your Norwiches and your West Broms that will go up, down, up, down, up, down. Paulos, Mark, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You've got people uh, like maybe even Riverman now. You, you count in there, even though he stayed up for a couple of seasons. Um, you look at the between the Championship and League One. You say that Bry, even though again he's he's booking that trend this season. Payne, Wales, Hilly. These guys go up, down, up, down, up, down. What's left in League One this season is there's not many like that. You know, there's not many people that you put your, um, you know, open your uh, your laptop and think, right, looking at this table, even though Sate is first at a minute and Tunis is second, actually, you know, in fifth and sixth, they're the guys who are going to be at the top of the division. There's nobody you could turn around and bet your house on is going to go up. And that's what I mean by that when I talk about the quality is that there's no clear winner. Now, you can take that either way. You can take that in the sense that actually, yeah, it's because it's a more level playing field, it's going to be a hell of a lot more competitive. But then is that because everybody's stepping their game up or is it because there's maybe not as many guys in there that are going to take the lead by the scruff of the neck and run with it? And that that's my argument. 
No, no, I disagree. You, that's not how you came across in that podcast. What you said was you basically, I think you pointed Raz out as being the, and, and rightfully so, because I still think Raz will probably win it. Um, um, you, you made, you didn't even really discuss what I call the runners and riders in that league. Now, you know what? You've got Wiz Fox, good player, lovely, lovely man. And there's lots of players in that league that can all beat each other. And at the end of the day, when you join a league, whether it be League One or League Two, League Three, doesn't matter what league it is, you want it to be competitive. You don't want to have a league where you know who's going to win it and you know who's going to come bottom because it becomes boring. Um, league One is anything but boring. Um, got some good characters. There's some good players in there. And what you've done was you dismissed everyone as being rubbish and you sort of glossed over League One as if to say, doesn't really matter. That's how it came across, which is why I PM'd you. And don't get me wrong, I'm not criticizing you. Do a fan, you and Ash do a fantastic job on the podcast. Fantastic. But to call people water carriers and just gloss over it like we're crap, mm, yeah, I'm not quite sure that that's right. Do you know what I mean? I, I think there's a lot of players in there, like your Pains and your Hillies and, and Raz, that can quite easily go up and, and stay up in the championship and perhaps, you know, try to look for promotion from there and and you know i'm not quite sure and this is no offense to you and suited and ashley you you're all in the premier league i'm not quite sure that the premier league is what i would call the promised land um because you want to be in a league where it's competitive and if i was in the premier league i probably wouldn't enjoy it because i'd be getting thrashed every week so mm. being in league one it's still a good league it's still competitive full of good lads and, and that's why you join that's why you join the site for to play competitive games in in the correct league and if you can go up, brilliant, you know, and then test yourself again. Mm. No, I, I get your point as well. I think, again, speaking to, um, again, I keep referring back to it, speaking to the lad, um, Ali, when we were doing our head-to-heads earlier on, he was saying about, um, you know, oh, if, if, say, if someone quit in League One, would I get put in League One? I said, absolutely not a chance because everybody would be griping about it. Everybody would go absolutely Barney if he got put in League One because he'd, he'd and no, and again, this isn't me trying to be like, oh, mm. you know, like, like a flex, but he would beat everybody. He'd take six points off everybody. Exactly. Is, is, is my my opinion, you know, and I think that that's there's nobody in that division even that's come down from the championship where I think, oh, maybe they'd have a chance against him. That's what I'm saying. And again, you can take that as 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 me saying people are uh, you know water carriers or whatever. And again, it's not. Again, maybe it's the way I've come across. I'm not trying to be no, uh, sure purposefully, sure um, purposefully, you know, dissuasive of, 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 of and dismissive of, of your chances if you got to championship or anybody. But the the facts are the facts. People in that division, and again, Rhino, bless him, he'll he'll, he'll not thank me for saying it. He's on a terrible run at the moment and can never. He'll never get out of League One. He'll never ever get out of League One. And I disagree. I disagree know, with that. Yeah, but I disagree, Jam. This is what I'm saying. I, I don't believe that. I believe that. If, if I can get better at the game, Rhino can get better at the game. Right, you know, Rhino's never been as bad as me. That's a fact. I remember when I first joined the site, the first, second week, we had a golden goal event. And I was really keen to join, and I joined in. And do you know what? I got seven minutes was the longest I got in any game <laughs> before I conceded. Mm. Seven minutes. Now, I've gone from that, and I've improved. If I can improve... Everyone can improve, not not massively. I, I personally don't want to play players where it turns into a circus act. You know, like I've played players online, not from AG, that do juggling acts, keep the ball in the air five, ten times, and then volley in the net. It's not realistic. But if you can do all them skills, great. But to me, that's not realistic. But if you can do it, great. But would I want to be in a league full of them sort of people? No, absolutely not. 
Fair enough. Look, I think we should leave it here. So, so <laughs> yeah, we, we, we are at time. Um, suited, <laughs> suited. suited um, is there anything you want to add to uh, this division? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, we've got on a bit about it, but I just want to highlight a, a couple of points. One, I've always said all along, uh, the the banter that these lads have, and they get on with it week in week out. Gaz Graf, seeing him up in fourth with the people that he's played and the points he's got, massive kudos. He's really improved. And the whole league is competitive. The thing that surprised me is, is Rhino. And again, he lost two games last night against, or today against Dougie. He is really struggling at the moment. And that's a surprise for me to see Rhino down there. But it's really good to see the difference in the lads. It's great to see that there's so many different people challenging for that league title. It's not always going to be your Raz or your Payne out front doing the perennial up down up down i think it's going to be a really good league this year and i'm uh i'm, I'm rooting for guys to to keep on going to be honest yeah i mean it's going to be it's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting to see sort of what happens between now and the next uh, podcast in terms of uh, yeah, in terms sure. of movement right let's move on and we're going to move over to uh call of duty and plunkett's going to give us an update on uh, where we're at in the uh in the 2v2 hi guys Plunkett here, just with a little catch-up for the Call of Duty section. This week sees that we're going into the semi-finals of the knockout stage, where we have Jakesit and Big B, who will be facing Bunsit and Sean, and then we've got Ash and Paul, who will be facing Harriet and Big Tompy. Something just to note here is that all four of these teams actually finished in the top four places in the league, so we're not really braced for any major upset, only that like everyone has their fingers crossed that Jakesit doesn't win it this season. Another thing to keep an eye out on is that with the final, we're going to be asking whoever gets to the final if they can actually stream it, and I'll hopefully get some stuff up in the spots book for everyone. Um, should be a good watch for everyone and get everyone involved with the league. That's about it as we're heading to the closing stages of the knockouts and this season. Thanks for having me, guys. Brilliant. Thank you very much for that, Plunkett. Um, right, we're now going to go back to FIFA but obviously we're going to talk a little bit about the Pro Club Wars so uh, we've had night one uh, two weeks ago and uh, night two is coming up this Friday um, so I'll just obviously go down the league table quickly WhatsApp FC currently in first uh, one uh, play three one two drawn one uh, so undefeated uh, the strip club is in second um, play three one two lost one uh, class of FIFA 2013 uh, one one draw one lost one and then Jam, anyone but Storm, lost three. So let's obviously start with you. What what went wrong? Um, oh, do you know everything. Everything went wrong. We we didn't get any hardly any practice in. I'm a terrible captain. Um, <laughs> it's just it, it went absolutely awful. I. Uh, without trying to make too many excuses, I thought when I signed up to be a captain at the time, I'd have a lot more time than I have um, or have had these last few weeks. Um, things have just been absolutely mental. So if my availability has been through the floor. Um, that's meant that the likes of Joe, Golden Beard, Hilly, these guys have really, really stepped up and, and helped me, you know, sort of try and run things as best as possible via um, via chats and get some practice in. We did hardly any practice whatsoever. Um, in the uh, you know running up to the event, I think the lads had maybe one or one or two nights even without me playing some games. And look, you know we had some good games. We 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 gave a good account of ourselves in some games. And and by the end, it was just it was turning out to be quite difficult. I stand by my team selection. I think I've got a very very good set of players, not too dissimilar actually to the last club's event where we came second. Um, so I'm I'm quite happy with the team. 
I think it was just a case of getting everything to um, to to gel, you know. And again, for me, if, if there was one player, and this maybe was a question you're going to ask later on, I don't know. If there's one player I could have stolen off another member of uh, another team members, uh, another team, sorry, uh, would have been MJG. You know, my team maybe lacks that person who's going to play centre back and boss that back four. Um, and unfortunately, that's that's where we we've ended up. Um, you know, losing all three games, we're we're okay going forward, but the AI just aren't good enough to deal with what's coming the other way. Yeah, I mean, obviously it suited you in the strip club. How, how did it go for you the first event? Yeah, I think we did all right. We we sort of we just sort of got on with it. Andy sort of got involved and was like, right, let's have a practice. Who wants to play where? And and we sort of got settled into a little bit of a rhythm. And I think what we we won our first game three um, one, and we defended quite well. Uh, we kept I think it was subs quiet, which was if you can keep subs quiet, you're gonna you're gonna be all right. Um, we had a narrow defeat in our second game, but again we defended all right. We've you know I think I think what we've done is we we found a certain formula where people don't mind playing where they are, and we just we have we had a good laugh of it. We all had a laugh and a joke. We didn't get on each other's backs like people thought we would do. With having the fact of me Berger and Phil playing VFL, it was pretty chilled. You know, we gave advice to the guys, and and everyone sort of mucked in. And and even me, you know, having having worm doom at the end and conceding the goal just shows it just it's a lot, you know a good fun, you know, and that that's what you've got to take rough with the smooth but I think all in all we did quite well and I think going into the next the next event I think we're in a good place for it I think we've um we've got a decent side and Ali scoring you know an hat trick in the first game was pretty handy as well to be honest yeah um I mean uh, that's it I mean we we done well ourselves obviously Mark's team WhatsApp FC or spreadsheet FC as uh, some people like to say um yeah I mean obviously two three really good games mixed it around um all doing really really well so yeah it's it's going to be good come friday night i'm looking forward to it again Sati, obviously class of fifa 2013 in a team that's got uh, subs aaron storm and harry H- how was that how was playing with storm and harry in the team yeah really good uh, it was a really good uh, enjoyable event you know regardless of the results I think uh, Jam's right when he says you, you, you need you need a few games practicing really. And we we didn't really have that mainly because work and things like that. I think, but um, I certainly didn't get until half an hour before the actual event started. Not that I'd make a load of difference, but I think if you can play a few games like we did when Jam was in our side the previous um, event, we had a few games, Jam, didn't we? Where we we managed mm. to play a few friendlies, and it definitely helps. Um, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, we didn't have that. But then saying that, do you know what? Like like Suited said, you know, if you've got subs up front, you've always got a chance. Um, and I don't think we've got a bad side. Aaron's good as well up front. Um, do you know what? Storm Storm and Harry both played really well. Um, and, and also a shout out to Big B who played really well. I thought, and, and then you're right, MJG, his mic went off at one stage and we noticed it because <laughs> we didn't hear him. <laughs> um, and it makes a difference having him in the back four. He's he's a fantastic centre back on clubs. To be fair to him, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, absolutely. Picking up on your point as well, Jam. Mm. Uh, one thing that we struggled in in the the first pro club four event was the defaults um, defended. You know, the team I had then 
we, we didn't have a full 10 or 11 like we had now and we really struggled playing with default defenders and I think it didn't help you either losing one of your I mean Andy didn't turn up did he so no, that's you're always it. down one yeah. anyway so it is difficult when you're playing default v the um, sort of normal guys as well it all makes, makes that a little bit harder for you it's, it yeah, I again, sure. I think it's. I think that's the the frustration. Like, if anything, I, we probably should have got um, uh, Ali, the the new lad, because um, because we were a person down, um, you know. So we, I think we've got maybe two less people than than your team potentially, um, or whoever's team he's on. Sorry, um, but um, but yeah, look, do you know, again, like you know, echo what Suited said, uh, what uh, Satie said. Sorry, it's been it's been a great event, and I, I love when these events come round because. This is a proper, in my opinion, this is a proper community event. This is the event that, again, for example, um, I don't, I don't know, like Goldenbeard, for example. Goldenbeard's not in the leagues anymore. Obviously, he plays F1, but you know, it's a chance for him to talk to the guys that play FIFA more regularly and, and get involved. And you know, subs, for example, subs. You know, for for yourself, um, Zaytie, I don't think you've been in the divisions while while subs hasn't been either. No. Um, I mean, he was. You know, he was. Jaxi and Berger and, and and then some. You know, he was he was amazing at the game. Um, you know, and again we sort of <laughs> it's weird. It's obviously we have Suddy who used to play in the Prem and of course he was he was very good, but again Subs was Subs was arguably better than him on his day. So sort of, you know, bless the day when he comes back because it'll be it'll make the Prem even worse <laughs> if you're <laughs> if you if you're mid table or below. Um but look, I think um, you know, these these events they do they bring people together and that's why I'm you know I'm like I'm normally quite a sore loser I'll be honest guys um, suited I know you're the same but no, when when, <laughs> when, um, when it comes to uh, when it comes to losing a club's game yeah you're frustrated but actually you kind of just laugh it off a little bit and especially on these events maybe it's different when you play VFL but you laugh it off and you just get on with the next one um, and you know it's just one of them things look we've got Stormers captain Jam that that in itself. <laughs> Right, it was entertaining. Let's just say that. Um, but yeah, you're right. There's a lot of laughing going on, and that's what it's all about. You know, of course you want to win. I, I get that. But also, it's really nice that you're having a laugh. It's, it's, it's really good. And you're right. It brings everyone together. It's a great feature. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Roll on Friday night. Right. And that is going to conclude today's episode. So. Um... Thank you all. Uh, if you're oh, still listening, <laughs> thank you for listening. Um, Satie, thank you for coming on. You've been uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. I hope you've enjoyed no it. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Thanks, um, guys. Suited. Thank you for coming on again. As always, a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Yep. Thanks for having me. Um, and obviously, Jam. Thank you for coming on and uh, being my partner on this podcast. So, again, yeah. thank you. No problem. No problem, mate. You're welcome. And, uh, obviously, we say this every, every single episode. If you're sitting there listening and you haven't been on for a while, please do PM either myself or Jam. We'd love to have you on. It's so easy to do. Um, so, please, please, please do PM us. Uh, League One members in particular, because it always seems to be League One that we don't seem to get too much representation from. So, please, please put your name forward. Right. Thank you for listening, all, and goodbye. Thank you.